High Noon. This is News Talk. You're very welcome back to High Noon. Kieran Godahy with you this afternoon. 53106 is the text number, or you can get us on Twitter at High Noon NT. People have been getting in touch about that last night, and we did about the fallout of the German elections. James says Germany did not bail us out. They gave us a loan and they blamed us for the entire problem, a problem that should have been shared by the banks and the ECB. Instead, it all came down on two million taxpayers. John says Merkel may have bailed us out, but only to pay bondholders we didn't want to pay, many of whom were German. But someone else says Merkel directed by George Soros pushed the flawed agenda of open borders in the belief that new shuttles were needed to fund the pension time bomb in Germany. That's the crux of it. I think we have a dedicated uh, text line for people who text in with George Soros conspiracy theories. Um, I'll get that to you before the end of the show and keep them. Keep all those conspiracy theories coming into us. We're really, really keen on them here. 53106 for everything else. That'll cost you 30 cent. You get us at High noon NT for your tweets. But I'm joined in studio now by uh, Dr. Jack Lambert, who's a consultant in infectious diseases in the Matter Hospital. Jack, you're very welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, we are talking about Lyme disease. Uh, Lyme disease, uh, how, what is it again? It's an infection, a bacterial infection you get from a tick bite. Where? How do you get it? Well, you walk in the woods and the ticks are lying in the grass and they jump on you and they, they bite you and then they ticks suck blood up yeah. and then they ingest the bacteria they have in their saliva into your body. Uh, and these ticks, are they all over Ireland or are they out at certain times of year? Or Well, ticks, they, they like warmer weather. So they, the, the highest time is going to be kind of springtime to the autumn. But the, but they're, they're around all year. Um, more common because people go out in the summertime, spring and summertime okay. into rural areas. And what, uh, what I suppose... They cause this little bullseye, is that it? I was going to say, what's the kind of the effect or how do you feel a tick right. bite? Well, see, you might not know. It's like, like for example, you get a mosquito bite. Mosquitoes can bite you. You don't even know it. And then they inoculate malaria, all these infections yeah. into you if you're traveling. Exact same thing happens with a tick bite. You get a tick bite. You may know or may know or may not know you get a tick bite because they're only, they're only the size of a, a pinhead. Um, so this if, isn't like a big horse fly landing no, on your no, arm. No, it's a tiny little thing and, and, and you might not even notice it. You know, if they bite you behind the ear, you, they inoculate the bacteria, they hang around there and then the bacteria get into your system and potentially could make you sick and you might not even know it. If you happen to get a bite and it's right in an area where you can see it, a week or two later, it shows up as a rash. But only if it's in an area where your eyes can see it on your skin. You may miss it. Now, I can get bitten as well by a mosquito and nothing happen. You know, I, I don't notice it sure. and then there's no, I don't catch anything from it either. Is it the same with tick bites? Absolutely. Not 100% of malaria, uh, you know, mosquitoes in Africa are infested with malaria. Not 100% of tick bites are infested with the Lyme bacteria, but some of them are. How many? Don't know. So we don't know like what the chances of no. getting, because obviously I guess if you just get a tick bite, you're not right, going to present, yeah. To, yeah, uh, present exactly. to a doctor. But they've done studies elsewhere. If you go, if you go to France, Alsace-Lorraine, they've done research and they've actually taken the saliva of the ticks that they've picked 
and about 20 to 30 percent of them have the Lyme bacteria in their saliva. Is, is there a geographical difference then with tick, tick, the ticks themselves as well and that obviously mosquitoes in some parts of the world are more likely to be carrying malaria than others. Lyme disease, the same with tick bites? Absolutely, absolutely. So if you're off in America where it was first discovered in old Lyme, Connecticut, that, you know, just north of New York City, okay. most of the ticks are infested with the bacteria. If you go to Vancouver Island, you know, it's a different percentage. If you go to Ireland, it's different. If you go to Australia, it's different. So, yes, yeah, so ticks are infested with Lyme and other infections, but it's not 100%. Okay, so uh, say you're bitten uh, by a tick. What kind of symptoms then if, if, the, if the tick is carrying Lyme disease? Well, the thing is, if, if, the, if the ticks inoculates bacteria into your, yeah. through your skin, it goes into your bloodstream and then it disseminates to every tissue of your body, commonly the joints, commonly the brain, commonly the nerves of the body. Mm. So you can have all... The thing is, you might just have a flu... And then a while later, you've got all sorts of vague symptoms. And then if doctors and other people aren't aware, they just diagnose it as a flu-like illness. Or if you've got swollen and pain in your joints, you might see a rheumatologist and they diagnose it as arthritis. So the issue is it can cause lots of different symptoms because it spreads to every tissue of the body. And then you might end up in one specialist or another specialist, or it might be missed by the GP. Okay, because I guess that's partly the issue that we're talking about, isn't it? That uh, according to the HSE, there's only about between 50 and 100 cases of Lyme disease here in Ireland annually. But I guess if people are going to all these different specialists and they're getting diagnosed with different things, that number could be higher. Well, they don't keep good statistics, you know. They only keep statistics if you end up sick in the hospital. But what about if you don't end up sick in the hospital? So they've done studies on blood, the blood banks in Ireland yeah. 20 years ago. And but 10% of Irish people have been exposed to the Lyme bacteria, 10%. So 10% of the whole population. So if there's only 100 cases a year, maybe we're missing something. Well, that'd be, I suppose, yeah. almost 500,000 people would be exposed to I've it. I've been exposed uh, to it, but just because you're exposed to it doesn't mean you end up getting sick with it. But probably of that 500,000, probably more than 100 or 200 a year end up getting sick. So there's, I think there's a lot of people getting missed with this infection. If I do get bitten by a tick and it's, and it's carrying uh, the, the bacteria, dangerous bacteria gets into my system and I get these symptoms, if I don't do anything about it, can it just go away? It can, but it can just disseminate. And actually, I think, you know, we don't understand it very well, but it can just spread throughout your body and actually just kind of cause low grade damage over a period of years and years and years. So so there's we don't know much about these infections. So, and everybody has an opinion that there's no such thing as chronic Lyme. But I think actually it, if it does get into your system, you don't treat it. It can persist in your system for years and years and slowly, slowly cause damage and then reactivate years later. Is my opinion. And if people uh, have been lucky enough where say they notice the bullseye or something like something obvious like that mm. and, uh, and they come to your clinic or they're, they're diagnosed early, is there an easy cure for it? Yeah, antibiotics. You should, you should immediately, if you have a bullseye rash or you think even to get a tick bite, if you go on a short course of antibiotics, you can be cured before it spreads throughout your body. But people in Ireland there's no awareness and a lot of doctors won't even start people on antibiotics. Is there a very specific type of antibiotic or I'm wondering, would people cure it by accident right. in some well, cases? Probably not because people, if people see this rash, they'll say, oh, it's a cellulitis, so the, a skin infection. So the, the antibiotics for skin infections are different than the antibiotics for the bullseye rash. So often it's misdiagnosed as a skin infection or as ringworm and then the treatment's totally different than it would be for Lyme. Jack, I'm going to put you on the spot. Someone has texted in to say, asking about the benefits of biomagnetic pair therapy as an alternative treatment for Lyme disease. It cured mine. 
Well, the thing is, is that I think if the if the Lyme bacteria has been in your body for years and years, it damages your immune system and it lowers your immune system. So all these alternative therapies, I think, build up your immune system. They help. But I don't think, they, you know, I, I, similarly, I wouldn't, I wouldn't cure a bacterial infection by praying. You know, I'd take antibiotics. So I think antibiotics are equally important to all the other alternative therapies that people are getting for Lyme if it's gone into an advanced stage. Is this something that certain sectors of, the society, of society need to be more aware of? I'm thinking of farmers who are out all the time. Well, absolutely. I saw a farmer today and he was misdiagnosed, I think, three, four years ago. And, you know, he's showing up today, but it's not just he was aware of it. It's just that, you know, he, he had sympt- so many symptoms that eventually somebody just said, I, it's all psychological. You know, if, if everything hurts, if your joints hurt, if your bones hurt, if your brain hurts, if your nerves hurt, event- and they don't find an answer, eventually people get misdiagnosed as something else. Yeah, kind of chronic pain and chronic fatigue and these things, like if we can't diagnose them, I, I, it's almost a coping mechanism, I suppose, for, for the, the medical profession. Is they kind of get dismissed a little bit that people maybe do have kind of psychological issues, that they're psychosomatic or something. Sure. And I think every case of chronic fatigue is not Lyme. Every case of, you know, neuralgia is not Lyme, but people aren't even thinking about it, you know, and we should think Lyme early on. I think there's a lot more Lyme in Ireland than we're aware of. And Irish people travel all over the world and they're bringing back Lyme. And it's just not on most people's radar screen. And it can, it should be because it's easily treated with with appropriate antibiotics and other supportive therapy. All right. Well, sticking with that theme now, Dr. Jack Lambert, I should say, consultant in infectious diseases in the Matter Hospital. Thanks very much uh, for joining us.